Hi, this is radio legend Big Rick Stewart. Radio legend? What am I, 85 years old? No, man, hey. you're bigger huh? than you're... Radio legend? Look, I... What am I, out the door or something, <laughs> huh? Radio, this is... What is this radio legend Big Rick Stewart? Right, right, right after this, we're giving you your Lifetime Achievement Award. <laughs> what am I, saying goodbye? Is this it? Like Sinatra at the <laughs> Grammys? Are you going to cue the orchestra halfway through my speech, huh? You can do it your way. I've got Judd busy cueing carts, which is an archaic thing to do, Judd. Stop that. Cart, uh, it's what I used when I had a music station, 26. Don't they still do... Uh, no. No. It, there's a thing called computers. Look into it. I will have to. Uh, so here I am introducing today's show. This episode features artist and entrepreneur Tim Kelly of Kelly's Filling Station and Wine Shop in Yonville. That is a really cool place. I like that. You can get gassed inside and also gas in your car on the outside. That's a great place. And and also Home and Napa's finest hot dogs as well. Oh, they're good. And if you play piano, there's a piano in the back. You I've can done just, it. Yeah, you can sit and play piano. There's no crime in Yonville. That's what's so great about living there. I tell my friends, no crime in Yonville. Lunch is $85. But there's no crime whatsoever. No crime whatsoever. It's a nice place to be. It's a nice place to be. It's, it's not bad. Free parking, That's you know, true. free parking, a sandwich, $80. But it's okay. It's a, it's a, good, it's a good place. I like that. <laughs> hey, Joe with the crumbs over there. I'm going to eat that. Come on, put them in my bowl. $20 worth of crumbs you just scraped off my table. The crumbs are fancy. Okay. People say, uh, I was bred in Yonville, and yeah. around here I'm just another crumb. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. It's a crummy place to go. All right, so Tim Kelly, cool guy and a creative guy, and he's got some great stories to tell. You're going to love his chat coming up here with Judd. Now, before we get to it, I'd like to invite you to visit Mr. Judd himself at his family's winery, Judd's Hill. You'll have a great time. You can even blend your own wine at their bottle blending day camp. I did that with a project called SigAlert. And SigAlertRed.com is uh, what we came up with, my, with my buddy KTVU reporter Sal Castaneda. And SigAlertRed.com is our blend with Judd's Hill that we did for Benefit for Children's Hospital Oakland, which is an amazing place. So SigAlertRed.com for more information. You don't mind if I plug that, do you, Judd? <laughs> Please. All right. Uh, visit information is at JudsHill.com. And as a listener, he'll give you 15% off your online wine purchase if you type in coupon code JNVS at checkout. What does that mean, JNVS? It's Judd's Napa Valley Show. Oh, I got it. Hey, it's Big Rick Stewart. Now you enjoy the show. Thanks, Rick. Everyone's a Finkel friend on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Ready for another heapful of fascinating things to know from witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show. No stale script and no rehearsing, live from a Napa studio. You may be that intriguing person on Judd's Napa Valley Show. On Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa, Judd's Napa Valley, Judd's Napa Valley Show. And once again, live in person. Get ready for another heap full of fascinating things to know. From witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show. No stale script and no rehearsing, live from a Napa studio. You may be that intriguing person on Judd's Napa Valley Show. On Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa, Judd's Napa Valley, Judd's Napa Valley Show. And now, live from the 1440 KVON studio in the beautiful Napa Valley, it's the Judd's Napa Valley Show St. Patrick's Day Extravaganza. I'm Lauren Mole, and here's your host, Judd! 
Jed Fagelstein. Good morning, Lauren. How are you? Uh, I'm happy to say, Jed, I feel 100% better now. We missed you last week. Oh, man. You had a little chicken soup, a little rest? I did. Feeling groovy? Yep, I'm feeling groovy now. Good, wonderful. That was a live version uh, from Gordon Lustig, our musical director, who's joining us here in studio. Folks got to hear it twice, the recorded version and then you, and that was my, my fault. I was running out to get something in the studio by the skin of my teeth, and the, the recorded one started before I got to you. But like that's Groundhog li- Day. It's li- yeah, exactly, <laughs> Groundhog Day. That's live radio for you. But thank you for being here, Gordon. We're going to be hearing from sure. you more during the show. Maybe you'll give us a little more taste of, of your Irish roots with some music mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, you sound thrilled about this. <laughs> no, my Irish roots. Okay. I'm working on that one. <laughs> okay, that, that's your new that's the song you're going to sing. My Irish Roots by Gordon Lustig. Lauren. Yes, Judd. Tell me something. Anything. I didn't see you all last week. So, what's been going on besides you being ill? I mean, you've been you're better now. So, anything else been happening in the past week since I last saw you? Well, uh, I got to perform uh, the Star Spangled Banner at the Warriors game with Everybody is a Star. That's right. That went off. I saw some photos. You were in the midst of it. You were thousands of people standing. Well, they have to stand. It's the Star Spangled Banner. Right. Still, I I would imagine they would stand anyway for you because you are revered in the circles of people singing at sports events. There are others. There there was Whitney Houston, right? Uh, Who did the famous... uh, Kate Smith, way back when. I don't know if that was a sporting event where she made the famous... A recording of that, but then there's Lauren Mole. People love hearing Lauren Mole sing at sporting events. How many sporting events do you think you have crooned at? Hmm, I would say about, I think maybe a total of three of them. I think. Oh, yeah, it's got to prob- be more than that. Yeah, probably, probably more than three. You've done the Giants a couple times. See, Giants, Warriors, and uh, Ace. Yeah, but multiple times. That's three different teams, but. Uh, right. But you've done Star Spangled Banner, Take Me Out to the Ball Game. And then you also got a chance to perform at the, there was a showcase, right? I saw pictures of you in your white jacket. And oh, were... uh, that was at the Special Needs Got Talent. So tell me about that. Oh, we had such a marvelous time. And I even got to do some emceeing with Matt Keller of KGO-TV, ABC7. Well, well, well. How did that go? Yeah, like, well, great. I had such, yeah, I had such a fun time meeting him. First what? time I ever met him in person. Oh, and you guys hit it off? We did. Are you going to do a little uh, collaboration sometime? I guess we could give that a shot. I think that'd be great. And I'd like to do the full joke that I did at Special Needs Got Talent, which I did not do on the air the last time I was here. Oh, right now? Yeah, uh, sure. I mean, it's only two minutes long. Whose line is it anyway? Let's go. Yeah. This is a little improvisation on uh, the show's part. I guess you've prepared, but I had no idea this was about to happen. Sure. You want to set up the scene? What are we about to hear? So this is going to be a fake car commercial. A fake car commercial. And is this something that you came up with? Yeah, well, I kind of changed it around a little bit, so. All right. So Lauren, please enjoy. Do you need any uh, setup, musical accompaniment, oh, anything? No. 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 Okay, ladies and gentlemen. An original comedic bit by Lauren Mole. Automotive design and technology. It's given us so much over the years. The Yetzel, the Pinto, the Yugo. But now, automotive design and technology may just have given us the ultimate automobile. The 2015 Nexus 570. A car so advanced, it may be the last car you'll ever need to buy. Satellite navigation, heated and air-conditioned seats, and rain-sensing wipers are just the beginning. The Nexus will now automatically parallel park your car, do your taxes for you, and warn you when your cholesterol level rises. (laughs) It has the uncanny ability to let you know when your call J Junkster is spending more time learning about the beer bong instead of the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> it can mix you the perfect martini and get you home safely because the 570 is, well, doing the driving. 
Long road trips will never be inconvenient with the 570 standard onboard catheter system. And eating on the run may never mean running again with the 570's optional chicken and waffle stand. The 530 horsepower Nexus 570 can achieve a cruising speed of 250 miles an hour and will appear in traffic court for you in the unlikely event the police actually catch you. The 2015 Nexus 570. It's smarter than you are and costs more than your house. And it's worth every penny. Nexus, the relentless pursuit of pretentious. Wow. Lauren Mole. By the way, as witnessed here by the guests in the studio, was there a script in front no of him? cue cards. Completely all. by memory. Well done, sir. Very clever. Oh, are we, are we still on? We're still on. I was waiting. I, I was waiting for you to follow. I thought you had a little follow-up. Uh, no. No, you don't. Okay. I think we should get to the show. Oh, sure. you know what? I do want to mention one thing. Oh, please I want to do, mention Judge. one thing. Go ahead, that, Judge. That's Take coming your time. up. <laughs> Thanks. This is coming up. This is sort of being organized. I hate to call it last minute, but it's kind of a quick event that has come up. It's at City Winery. It's coming up on March 29th. Uh, we're into the springtime holiday season, Easter, Passover, and whatnot. And this happens to be a Passover Seder happening at City Winery in Napa, Sunday, March 29th. Uh, in the afternoon, it's from 1.30 to 4.30 p.m. And guess what? You don't even need to be Jewish to come. In fact, this is a tradition that City Winery started in New York many years ago called the Downtown Seder. And what it is, it's basically a celebration of freedom. It's based on the tradition of Passover, but it's it's not really done in a religious kind of way. And celebrities have always come to this thing. Uh, Lou Reed, for a long time, was one of the presenters in New York. They've done it in Chicago. This year, they're only doing it in Napa. So I can't wait to see who shows up. There's always some exciting, you know, celebrity presenters. And what, what happens is actors, comedians, singers, writers, they are all giving a portion of the Passover story to kind of do their take on and present to the assembled audience. Uh, I hate to call it audience. We'll call it participants because, you know, everybody's there. We're eating. We're drinking. Uh, so it's, it's really fun. You get to hear from all these interesting and entertaining people their take on the Passover story. And in this case, it's really about celebrating the idea of freedom. It's from 1.30 to 4.30 p.m. Lunch is included. There are going to be more than 10 wineries involved, entertainment. And if you would like to go, go to citywinery.com slash Napa. You can call them at City Winery. You can stop in if you're downtown, get your tickets. Again, you don't even need to be Jewish to have a good time and have fun at the City Winery downtown Seder, March 29th. Just come celebrate freedom and have a good time. So you could be Irish like me then. Absolutely, Gordon. (laughs) A fine Irishman like Gordon can even attend without a problem. Let's get to the show. Speaking of fine Irishmen, let's get to the show today. Lauren Mole, introduce our guest, will you please? Sure, Judd. Our guest has gas. For your car. Oh, thank you. And treats for your belly. Famous in Yachtville, all the way to New Delhi. With myriad provisions from wine to perhaps even jelly. The shop is set up artistically with object to sell. He joins us now in studio. Our good friend, Tim Kelly. Hey, Tim, how are you? Hey, that was great. Thank you. Tim Kelly, you're the pr- proprietor of Kelly's Filling Station and Wine Shop in Yachtville. Yes. 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 It's a I lot only of fun. Hesitate when I say that because you were provisions for a time, and now the official name is wine shop or filling. I can't say it. Kelly's filling station and wine shop. Yes. Most people just call us Kelly's, and and that seems to suit everyone fine. So it worked with Bob Saint Laurent. You know, the voice of Napa Valley Mornings was in here. He's like, oh, you're you're Kelly of Kelly's. We love going there. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, great. We got a lot of great regulars. You had a stipulation for appearing here today. You said, okay, I'm going to come on the show, 
It's St. Patrick's Day, but only if there's green beer. <laughs> I think. <laughs> did I say that? I don't. You, I don't, you did. So you what know, I'm going to do? It's so amateur for an Irishman to say that. I don't know. Maybe you were joking, but I took it seriously. <laughs> so I know you also brought a tune. Do you want? Do you want to play this song to well, kind of set the mood? And yeah. then while we do that, I'm going to get the the service going in I studio th- I here. I think it would be great because you can't really enjoy a St. Patrick's Day without a good uh, rendition of a Pogue song. Okay, so. once you set this one up, we're going to play it, and I'm going to get uh, I'm going to get the cups and bottles. Uh, and they just green do. Dye. This is off of sort of a, a, a recent reissue of a, of a bunch of B tracks, and this is a cover which most people will recognize. And yeah, I believe. Here we go. Do you believe in magic? In a young girl's heart How the music is free Whenever it starts then it's magic If the music is grooving Makes it feel happy like an old time movie I'll tell you about the magic that can free your soul It's like trying to tell a stranger about rock and roll Well, that's the Pogues starting off our St. Patrick's Day here with some lovely Irish version of Do You Believe in Magic brought to us by our lovely Irishman Tim Kelly sitting here, our guest today. Thanks for bringing that. I think that really set the tone. I hope so. It's a great song. It is. I always like the Pogues. They've got such a great sound. Especially on days like today. And since you requested it, here we go. Do you have a toast for us? We have poured uh, out a little uh, green beer. Which you were appalled that I actually did, but what do I know? You asked for green beer, I brought you green beer. What do I know? You're joking. But here it is. I'll try and do my dad justice. May you find yourself in heaven 
a half an hour before the devil knows you're dead. There we go. Cheers. Cheers. L'chaim, as they say in the old country. By the way, congrats to everybody here. All four folks in the room here, Lauren, Tim, Gordon, myself, all wearing another green. I think that's nice. Okay, I'm going to take a sip. Mm, delicious and green. That is a fine, um, even the label of the, the, the beer is green. That's a Napa Smith Pale Ale. Former guest on the show, Don Barkley, master brewer over there. But let's talk about you, Tim. You're a fine fella. You've come all the way from Tucson to join us here today. It's taken some time, but <laughs> you grew up in Tucson. long road, yes. I, I was born and raised in Tucson, Arizona. What was going so. on down there? You were into punk rock and skateboards? <clears throat> and Sure, sure. I had a couple older brothers that taught me the ways of, yeah. uh, of those, those things. Yeah, it was a great place to grow up in the 70s and 80s and found myself going off to college in Flagstaff and studied design and uh, hung out in Arizona for a while and then came to California. Just as easy as that? There were no stops along the way? Because I've, I've heard perhaps you were a snowboard instructor for some time. I was, yes. You were maybe... You know where I'm going. Oh, You're already yeah. smiling. You can tell what I'm about to say. <laughs> You're going to go to the pantomime already? I was about, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, you were a mime. You had a mime act. Yes. Can in I high hear school. about your mime act? I was in the mime troupe in high school. Yes. There was a mime troupe? I thought I'd bring out some of my mime uh, on the radio here. But oh, yeah. Let's see sure. some. I'm sure people would love that. Okay. Here's, here's Listeners, are you ready? Let's hear. Here's one. <laughs> The old man in the box. That might be the greatest one I've seen. All right. Oh, here's another one. I, this was uh, perfected by Michael Jackson, but I was pretty good at it. Okay. Look at that. Wow. That, that was like windy, windy day. What, do you, what did Michael call that one? Huh? The moonwalk. Oh. Oh, that was the moon. I thought you were getting pushed against the wind <laughs> walking backwards. See, you, you took it I above what Michael ever yeah. did with it. Yeah. That's incredible. But you got, you, you got into Miami. <laughs> <laughs> and we almost resurrected this. There was going to be a fundraiser a while back, and they wanted local talent. Were yes. you not approached to do your mime act for this? Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. Now that everyone knows, maybe the demand will be uh, greater, but uh, hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm hoping is that up at Kelly's in Yachtville, the great gas station, which we're going to talk about, because it's more than just a gas station. You know, you can get gas, sure, but you can go in there, and there's. A beautiful wine shop. You have like gourmet sodas, craft beers, anything the traveler yeah. needs. But you have a piano. So, I mean, there must be some performance idea maybe at some point that you want to do. And perhaps there will be an evening where there could be music, art, and yeah. mime. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not the you last You can be part. the host. You'd be like the silent host. And you can welcome people yes. like this. And this is only for people in the studio. But, you know, when someone walks in, you can give them the <laughs> and then, Okay. Yeah, no, it's 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 a lot of fun at Kelly's. Uh, we have a great team there, and we have a lot of great regulars. And you know, the goal was just to obviously get the gas station up and running. Mm-hmm. And once we uh, once we captured people, not literally, but <laughs> you know, you're filling up your tank, and it's like let's think of some really kind of practical but creative things we could do with the space. And so it's really we're about three years in now, and it's doing great. And, what was your concept when you took over? I mean, when you got it, it was just, I, mean, I hate to say it, it was just a gas station. There were pumps out there, no frills, no uh, nothing. Yeah, I'm you, actually, you uh, pull up, you get gas, you go away. And now it's a neighborhood joint where you have regulars, people kind of hang out a little, they like to talk, they pick up their coffee. You've got, you boast um, Napa's most highly regarded hot dog. Yeah, we uh, have a darn good hot dog. It's, yeah, yeah it, was, it was kind of that idea of like how you could create a community in, in sort of small snippets. Of, of kind of genuine interactions, you know, where people, everyone needs gas, most everyone. And so you, you kind of have that service that you're providing. And then with that, you can kind of 
you know, in a natural, authentic way, engage people and uh, and have fun while you're doing it. So. so when you were designing it, what were you thinking specifically? How does the design reflect that concept? And, you know, how does art figure into a gas station setting? Well, being the I, artist I, I that think you there's are. a surprise factor. I think people aren't expecting to see art. So we have a, a piece by Joel Ross that's from 1998 that is called Measuring Texas. And that is 884 by 6 photographs of every mile marker across I-10 in Texas. Oh, that's what all those little yeah, photos all the way across. So you'll see that kind of wrapping around the whole space. It's a tiny little 800 square foot gas station. And then there were some necessities. We, we needed to sell beer and wine and coffee because those things kind of go hand in hand. Just throwing a twist in there from early on, thought it would be fun to put a piano in there and just let it be sort of a uh, you know, open to guests to come in and play on occasion. And do folks come in so. and tickle the ivories? Yeah, yeah. No, we have some uh, people come in every once in a while. Sometimes they're sort of well-lubricated travelers. <laughs> Sometimes they're locals just on a Saturday morning playing away. My, yeah. my dream, if if this reaches over to Sonoma County, uh, would be to have Tom Waits kind of wander in and play a couple tunes there. <laughs> There are a lot of musicians, you know, that live in the area. That wouldn't surprise me. Who knows? He's yeah. been known to come through the valley. Yeah, yeah. You get celebrities coming through there. You yeah. told me uh, we've had uh, hanging out with Joe Montana. Came Joe to Montana fill up his tank in. and say hi. And Carmen Policy's a regular. Yeah. Uh, we have Jim Belushi's kind of wandered in there on occasion, gotten an espresso, and uh, all right. Yeah. Let's hear some dirt. Let's dish a little Joe Montana now. Is he uh, fill up with premium, or is he a cheapo and go for the regular? I think he was driving a nice car. I okay, think he was, so uh, I think he's in the premium oh, okay. aisle. Okay, yeah. as he should. Good for him. Like the Napa Register had a quote about the place, which said, Kelly's is offering an eclectic mix of wine country chic and axle grease. <laughs> was that your concept getting into this? <laughs> chic and greasy? Yeah, yeah. That was, you know, yeah, I guess that's maybe one way to put it. <laughs> Do you have another? <laughs> Feel free to add. Uh, what was the tagline? It was uh, unique merchandise for the practical traveler. Traveler. Now, you use that yeah. term traveler as opposed to tourist. Yeah, because I think you can be a traveler and be local. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's a great place to stop on if you're driving over to Healdsburg or you're you know, go, go for a hike, you know, or if you want to go for a picnic. We have all the necessities. Yeah, certainly travelers can be local or from out of town. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I certainly consider myself a traveler if I'm just going from you know Napa to St. Helena. Yeah. I'm often thinking about where do I stop on the way? Am I going to have lunch? Where am I going to have lunch? And yeah. Today I'll probably, I do have to go to St. Helena later, and I'll probably stop and get one of the world's greatest hot dogs. Well, I'll be there between 12 and 2 today. Good to know. Tip to all the listeners. <laughs> if you like your hot dog personally slathered in mustard and relish and kraut by Tim Kelly himself, would you say between 12 and 2? That's right. Okay, <laughs> Sign, can you sign my hot dog in, in uh, mustard? I, I can, actually, yes. Hey, can you sign my hot dog in ketchup? <laughs> I can do that, too. Can you? I've, I've, got, I've, I've got a whole new skill set with this, uh, yeah, that sort of ensures some some options for me down the road. Yeah, in case the gas and yeah. <laughs> provision thing doesn't work out, you can be a hot dog artist. But you are an artist. I mean, you have an MFA from um, yes. CCAC. Mm -hmm. CCA now. They dropped the crafts. Oh, they did? Uh, yeah. California Why is that? Calls they just think crafts sounded too... Uh, yeah, I'm sure it was sort like of that's a... that's what kids do or something? Or? Forward thing. <laughs> forward thinking. There is a, a quite significant end in the Bay Area arts and crafts movement that yeah. was around the turn of the 19th century. But uh, well, Sure. I mean, famous architecture style of yeah, California. Yeah. But I was there when it was still arts and crafts. Yeah, I studied film, video, and performance. You have quite a background. I mean, <laughs> you don't think of a... The, the gas station guy as having this type of 
you know, history with the, the MFA and what got you on the path of being an artist? Say probably just growing up in a, in a, in a household that sort of fostered creativity. And then I have an older brother who's an artist who inspired me to kind of, kind of relook at it from a sort of a more uh, committed level when he hmm. went back to school and was studying art. And I was uh, working for an architect in Phoenix and you know, just looking for a more creative outlet. So I went back and got my graduate degree and then went back into design, essentially to pay off my student loan bills, but have luckily found a place with uh, Hillstone Restaurant Group that allows me a lot of creative outlet. And then I still try and keep an art practice on the side as well. Your role with them, you're the director of construction of Hillstone Restaurant Yes, I was hired as a designer. I took on the role as director. Moving up here, I'm more of a regional support and help basically design and build the restaurants and keep them running. And these restaurants include locally Rutherford Grill, Rutherford R&D Grill, Kitchen. R&D Kitchen is really kind of went hand in hand with Kelly's Filling Station. Right. They're yeah. right next to each other mm-hmm. and they support one another. And then nationally, that would be Houston's and Gulfstream and yes, yeah. on and on. Yeah. It's a pretty good gig you got. It's not bad. I'll and take you, it. And you get to use your design background and be artistic. Yes. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. And you're smiling. So that's a good, it's a good thing. Well, how did that bring you to Napa? You're, you're Arizona. Remind me of the chronology. Did you go to school uh, in Oakland first for the for arts, or were you in Southern California? Because I know you came. No, I'm, I came from Arizona and moved to Oakland. Oakland. And I uh, lived in the East Bay for about five years. And then worked, basically when I was hired on with the company, we moved to, uh, my wife and I, we moved to Southern California. Oh, okay. And I was down there for about eight or nine years. And then came back up here because for this for Kelly's, to Kelly's. Know, it was a chance to do something really creative, and I, I I liked the idea and had a chance to pitch the idea, and and then there was enough going on with the build out, and now I have uh, seven year old twins. At the time they were three, mm-hmm. and what better place to raise kids than Napa Valley? Yeah, not bad at all. Yeah, not bad at all. Well, I'm glad you made it. You're a really interesting guy, and we're just barely scratching the surface. We do have to take a break. And we'll be back with Tim Kelly, the proprietor of Kelly's well, in Yonville. Can I break out my slide projector when we get back? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk okay. about it. You're gonna, you have some of your art pieces? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's have a look at some slides when okay. we get back. Great. Grab some more corned beef, cabbage, and beer and hurry back as the Judd's Napa Valley Show St. Patrick's Day extravaganza continues right after these messages. La, 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 la. Judd's Napa Valley Show. Every episode, a veritable cornucopia of Finkel Fun. At 1440 on your AM dial in Napa and streaming live in Ireland at KVOM.com, <laughs> we're back to the Judd's Napa Valley Show St. Patrick's Day extravaganza. Thank you, Lauren Wall. Yeah, I would imagine Ireland, too. If they can reach KVOM.com. They can hear this show as well in Ireland. It is St. Patrick's Day. We've got our musical director, Gordon Lustig, on guitar. And not to put you on the spot, but you want to play something? Do you have a, you have a, a ditty for us? Sure, Judd. Great. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to play this little song that, according to uh, Wikipedia, my most reliable source, it's a uh, traditional Irish song which originates in the Galtak something. In the a bunch of region, consonants in a row in the northwest there. of County Donegal. Donegal, yeah. Yeah, which is usually taught to young children. Anyway, this song I, I learned um, to teach, and I taught it at Sunrise Montessori, where I often do music. Okay, great. And I was going to sing it, but I you heard how I just tried butchered Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, so the pronunciation. So I'm going to play a little instrumental, just p- give it a little Irish 
flavor. Okay. Kind of Would you a, like to borrow my microphone? No, because I'm not going to sing. I'm just going to okay. play. So here it is. It's called, it's called Bajin Velami. Um, little boat. Velami's little boat. The words won't matter. Although, listen to the words. You might hear them come right out of the guitar. There you go. Listen, listen to the here guitar for yeah. the story. Yeah. Little taste of Ireland. Pete Gordon Lustig. Done, Gordon. Wow. That was outstanding. Thank you. You didn't need to pronounce the words. You said it all right there. Ah, great. Okay. That was beautiful. Took me back to the mother country. Oh. And that is our, our featured guest, Tim Kelly, here joining us in studio, proprietor of Kelly's in Yachtville, the gas station, the most beautiful gas station in the entire world, with everything that the traveler needs to enjoy a day in wine country and beyond. Here he is. And he'll be personally slathering hot dogs today with mustard and kraut <laughs> with green relish. Right? St. Patrick's uh, yes, Day? Yes, green sure. relish. That is true. In honor of St. Patrick's yeah, Day. Yeah, from noon to two up at, uh, at Kelly's. Now, you brought along something here. This is kind of cool. What do you have here? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I thought since I was on the radio, I'd bring along my slide projector and show you some slides of my artwork. And so I got it. Yeah, it's all, we got the screen down. Let's, have, right. a, let's I, have a look. So this, this is from your days at... Uh, is this from your MFA program? What are we going to be looking at? Is this beyond? Oh, this is a variety of things. Just a couple images that, you know, I guess the listener will have to just imagine. Okay. Well, I know you've had um, exhibitions and galleries all across the country. Even, you know, LAX Airport even had an installation yeah. of yours. I've, I've, yeah, I've, I've shown over the years uh, in Arizona and California, a couple shows back east. And, uh, and yeah, yeah. 
Um, so uh, yeah, so okay, anyways, let's have a look. Well, this maybe first, like three. We're getting a little short, but the, let's, let's. You know what? Three. I'll just limit it to one because yeah. I, this is the most really riveting knitting okay. knitting performance. I, I did a lot of performance work. I, I I have this basketball net that I've been tying for years now, and it is hand knit. And I did a performance in Los Angeles and at a group show where I actually taught people how to knit a basketball net, and it was quite riveting. And as you can see from the photos here, it's yes. very. You know, very intense knitting going on. What, um, well, what I'm getting from this, you know, seeing the visual now in front of me is basically you as the artist. I mean, you're, you're, you're telegraphing to me your desire to find alternatives to subjective expression and gestural abstraction. <laughs> Am I far off base? Uh, that's, that's pretty good, John. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> I love art. <laughs> He's a great guy, isn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. And you'll probably notice from the image that I'm, I'm wearing a Jersey and I'm not yeah. necessarily a Houston's Rockets fan, but, but you are at a the time, basketball aficionado uh, that, yeah. And sometimes that seeps into my artwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this case, you know, my art, uh, without getting too much into it, I think you pretty much summarized everything in terms of my art statement there. But, you know, I I kind of, what interests me is sort of this intersection, this odd intersection of art and sort of a blue collar work ethic and, you know, conceptual art in particular, how you kind of can kind of delve into ideas through an art practice. And sometimes that'll take the form of a video. Sometimes it'll take the form of a performance or an object. And, uh, and for this knitting performance, I was thinking a lot about just the people who tie these nets, you know, how they get tied, whether the machines and people run the machines and all these things. And so um, it most likely was happening in China. And mm-hmm. so I was thinking about that while at the same exact time, none other than Yao Ming, all-star basketball yeah. player for the Houston Rockets, was interestingly enough, as a sports, as an athlete, mm-hmm. uh, declared worker of the year by the Chinese government. Oh, wow. And so I thought that was fascinating. And so I, in honor of that, I wore a Yao Ming jersey for this performance. And, and So uh, that's the Yao Ming jersey in the photo that we're seeing right now. Yes, yes. And, and, and believe it or not, I actually have this jersey here for you to give away. Oh, that's what's folded up Judd's there. Judd's goodies, yes. Oh, you're kidding. Yes. And I, I, I will be happy to autograph it so you can actually give away an autographed jersey of a Yao Ming jersey. What? An autographed? Uh, yeah, in mustard, please. So that's oh, very mustard, yeah. that's very cool. So, okay, listeners, if you would like to get your hands on Judd's goodies, and today that goodie is a Yao Ming Houston Rockets jersey worn by the artist Tim Kelly in his, do you call it a presentation? Do you call it an exhibition? It was a performance piece. Performance piece, thank you. Tying the basketball nets. This is the one, and he'll even autograph it for you. All you have to do is be the first one to tweet, either on your smartphone or if you're at your computer, Whatever it takes, just don't be driving. Pull over if you are. With the hashtag, the first tweet with hashtag JNVS for Judd's Napa Valley Show, that's going to be the one to get it. And I will take this back to Judd's Hill Winery at the south end of Silverado Trail. I'll hang on to it for a couple days for you to come get it. But I'll tell you what, after three days, I'm keeping it if nobody comes. It's, it's a large size, just in case people are wondering. Large size. Well, you're a tall fella. Do you play basketball yourself? Yeah, I played a lot of pickup Yeah, over the years. I've slowed down a little bit. As a, in my sort of retirement air, age here, but <laughs> Come no, on. I still uh, that old. I still like to kick it around, and uh, and it's a great sport. Your MFA project, yes, that was a basketball. Project. Was a video, yeah, really cool video. It actually the video was a documentation of a four month performance where I uh, yeah I challenged all my classmates to one on one games of basketball. 
and beat them so, all. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, the title of your project is 42 Wins, Zero Losses, One MFA. Yes, yes. So that was, yeah, that's, this was years ago now, but I was at the time sort of thinking about, I was playing a lot of pickup in, uh, in Oakland mm-hmm. and some great historic courts there. My brother and I would, would play games. And, and meanwhile, in art school, there's a sense of competition, but it's really undefined because it's art. It's very subjective. So right. I thought, what if you kind of mashed those together and you created certain rules, as absurd as they would be? And it, it very much heavily influenced by Andy Kaufman, who's one of my art heroes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, watching this video, and if anybody would like to see them, they're up at vimeo.com and search for Timothy Kelly. But yeah, Video Artery is sort of my screen my channel there oh video artery yeah yeah, okay and you can see this you can see a great piece you did with valet parking was that in tucson yeah yeah that was a piece i did years ago as well where i did a valet parking performance where i had a a a camera a live camera and this was in the early days of wireless cameras it was fixed in my hat i basically uh, volunteered to park cars at the gallery at the openings. I've done this a couple times. And uh, when the visitors then go into the gallery, they'll find a monitor with the live feed. And I'll use that opportunity to do a miniature performance in their car. And that might be, in this case, I, uh, I tuned all their radio stations to sports talk radio. <laughs> but you, you're repeating certain phrases. Yeah. One guy saw you going through his glove compartment. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of playing on the reality show stuff that was just you know getting going at the time. But yeah. And you yeah. put on a bow tie and a white jacket, and people just thought you were the valet. valet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But really, you were the artist. Yeah, and I tried not to take too much. Talk about of perception. Of that. Yeah, yeah. I think people enjoyed it and enjoyed participating uh, in the in the piece. So yeah. And that's up there, as are many of your conceptual art videos. So. Go to go to Vimeo. Get, uh, I can't talk. Go to Vimeo and check it out. Once again, your your user video Vimeo. Oh, video artery. Vimeo name. at Vimeo.com. Yeah, Vimeo is like, basically like a YouTube for right. artists or you know your your self made videos. Right, video artery. Yeah, thank you. You said it, not me. And your sports, your fascination with sports. You know, one of your quotes that I read on the video, one of the videos, you said, "I'm interested in the seemingly futile." repetition of mistakes that lead to a perfect moment yeah yeah that's a good that's a good one i like that because that really does sum up well much of life but certainly in sports yeah there's i think there's a lot of parallels that's why sports kind of hold so many people's attention especially this time of year with march madness coming in you know march madness has you know their whole video at the end the perfect moment but it, it's i think life is full of that where you, you you realize i think maybe as you get older but maybe as you're younger that life is mostly made up of smaller moments and smaller mm-hmm. decisions and a lot of them are mistakes or accidents and and yet you find beauty or perfection in those moments and i think that's kind of a, a fascinating place to be you are an artist and one of your other thoughts and something to to think about for folks listening as you pose the question, you know, what is the difference between an amateur and a professional? And you kind of answer it with a question that is unanswered. And you say, is it only the number of people in the stands or in the gallery? Is exactly. it? Exactly. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that's, I think it, that kind of, the root of that is basically that, uh, in, in sort of what I believe is that art takes place when it's experienced by another, when there's a connection mm-hmm. made. And so I use the sports as a metaphor that when you're by yourself in your garage and you're in your studio, you're essentially training. 
Yeah. And then basically, uh, it's when it's witnessed is that that's when uh, that sort of art experience takes place. And so that can happen in sports, obviously, amateur, professional, uh, or in art. When it's when it's shared. Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily need to be in a gallery. It could be sort of you're just driving by and you see someone. Uh, practicing by themselves on a basketball court and they make an, a, a great shot or something, you know, like however you want to define art, it just, I think there needs to be that connection. So, yeah. Oh man. And Steve, you've, you've given me a lot to think about. <laughs> this is cool. I like it. That's like one of your other quotes uh, with your MFA project where you basically took on your classmates one-on-one with no losses. And at the end of that video, your quote is that you have too many to thank for this. I couldn't have won without beating you. <laughs> well, that's a that's a reference to I think it's uh, Casey Stengel, the famous baseball. Was oh, that his quote? He had something like that. I, I wish I could remember. It's been so many years. It's at the actual at the tail end, but I think it's like I I couldn't have won without beating you, which yeah. is just a great Stengelism. I think so. that's a great quote. You're a very multi layered fellow. <laughs> you know, we've talked about having a gas station. Talked about your art. Like, what do you do for? For fun, well, that's not really related to either of those. Oh, uh, well, one of the things is uh, since uh, moving back up here and really wanting to kind of plug into uh, the art community here is I, uh, I've been able to join the uh, DeRosa board. And uh, hopefully people here know about the DeRosa Museum. Oh, it's an absolutely... Um, stunning place it is it and is every time i go there really my breath gets taken away you know my i think the first time i went my whole idea of what art is or could be changed it was like a paradigm shifter for me that's what well, you could almost write our mission statement <laughs> you know, that's that's great because it's it is it's a pretty magical place and there's just a lot to take in there renee de rosa you know managed to in his lifetime collect basically the 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 sort of a world-renowned collection of Bay Area artists over many years, many decades. And so now we, uh, a lot of people just still getting the word out that don't know that we're open to the public. You don't need an appointment. Uh, We have tours that can go and you can tour the residence, the main gallery. You can just drop in and check out the Gatehouse Gallery. We have a great rotating exhibit right now with Richard T. Walker that's up showing uh, actually performance-based video. Uh, He's a really interesting artist. And there's a lot of exciting things going on there. It's very cool, and that's right on the outskirts of Napa. And it's open. I know there was a change. For a while, it was not open every day. Is it open every day now? I should know this. I think we're closed Monday, Mondays and Tuesdays. Um, okay. But, but it uh, used to be just weekends, I think. Yeah, so you no, had to it's have an appointment. Wednesdays have a through Sundays. And we do offer the tours. Uh, we're hoping soon to be able to kind of open completely. Mm-hmm. But there's some things we need to kind of uh, button down for that. And, you know, so that basically anyone who shows up can, can you know, take it all in. There's a sculpture garden. Uh, there's just a lot of great things up there. It's definitely worth a visit, so, the DeRosa Preserve yeah. website. I think it's DeRosaArt.org. Well, a quick Google search will <laughs> confirm that. D-I-R-O-S-A-A-R-T dot org. Yeah. Very cool. Man, we could go on and on. I mean, I, I want to talk about your photography. I want to talk about Airstreaming. I know you're an avid Airstream. You oh, travel yes. the country. You dig uh, smoking, and I mean that like, you know, a smoker for brisket. Well, now that it's and, legal, yes. Yeah, well, no, I, I um, you know, backyard cooking, smoking. But we're getting towards the end, and there's so much to do still and there's one question i have to ask you okay go ahead shoot do you go nuts for donuts i do yes 
Well, that was easy. Today is the day. You probably knew that was coming. You actually have listened to this show. I do. I, I'm, I'm a fan. I consider oh. myself a fan. Well, thank you. Well, here is a nice selection of treats. Take a look. See what you think. I, uh, do I have to see which one would Ch pair with my one of green beer? Yeah, here. that's exactly it. Oh, look. Oh, I got to go for the old-fashioned. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to pass up the little leprechaun shirt. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> it's a leprechaun hat. I picked that just for you. Oh, but it's a okay. hat. I got it. It's upside yeah. down. There you go. It looks like a shirt otherwise. So you're going for the maple old-fashioned? What? Exactly. That is the most popular donut on this show. We should have a prize every time someone picks something else. Uh, the maple old-fashioned from okay. Buttercream Bakery, I'm Ex sure. Exactly. Right. And if you were to produce a conceptual art video featuring that donut... Give me about a 30-second pitch. What, what's going to happen? I think I would just have a close shot just on my mouth or someone's mouth mm -hmm. and basically taking in and enjoying the moment and ending with a nice hot cup of coffee from Kelly's maybe. There you go. And would it be shared so it could be art? Well, you could watch the video. You're not sharing the donut. <laughs> I'm not sharing the donut. And now it's time to play everyone's favorite party game here on Judd's Napa Valley Show. This is Mad Libs. That's right, Tim. You know how to play this game. You've listened to the show. You know what you're in for. Are you ready to go? I do. I'm just enjoying this donut. Oh, yeah. Feel free. You can, you can but, do yeah, it with your I'm, mouth I'm full. ready to go. Let's do it. All right. What I need first from you is an emotion, a state of being. Mm, let's go with perplexed. Perplexed. I need a plural noun. Oh, that's easy. Leprechauns. Leprechauns. How'd you think of that one today? An adjective. I'll, I'll carry the tone. Nefarious. Nefarious. Yeah, okay. like that word. Another adjective. How about hectic? Hectic? You're good at this. A noun. Hang glider. <laughs> okay, hang glider. Great. An adjective? Upstanding. Upstanding. Like you, sir, upstanding. And finally, an adjective. Hopefully not like me. Boastful. Boastful. Okay. Here we go. Tim Kelly of Kelly's Filling Station and Wine Shop in Yontville. Earlier today, I was online and I read an article about you in the Napa Valley Register from uh, just about the time you opened, and this is, uh, this is you speaking <laughs> about Kelly's as the proprietor. Are you ready? <clears throat> yes. Okay, at Kelly's. Everyone has a smile on their face, Kelly said. They are very perplexed that we have gas going again, <laughs> especially the leprechauns. <laughs> Got a little close to that tank. You weren't kidding about smoking. Okay, now on the Kelly's Filling Station experience, you say, we want to make sure people are able to grab and go. Our focus is to make it nefarious and hectic. <laughs> <laughs> We're an easy stop for getting your hang glider filled or your upstanding cup filled. Well, that's, that's good. You can get an upstanding cup there. What happens as a result of that is... People have boast. Oh, excuse me. Have interactions that are boastful. I think oh, that's that good. Yeah. yeah. Have a good time, Tim Kelly. It's been a pleasure having you on. We're not going to let you go yet. We've got about a minute and a half to hear from Gordon Lustig, who has been furiously putting together something based on this show, and we're going to hear it now. Tim Kelly, boy. The pogues, the pogues are calling. <laughs> the beers are cold. The hot dogs fresh and warm. <laughs> the jersey's large. The basketball is in your court. <laughs> the picture's clear and you're in perfect form. 
If I need gas or just a place to rest my soul, if I am in the St. Helena land, then I will stop, perhaps run into Lauren Mole. Play some piano, fill my tank, cause you're the man. Gordon Lustig. That was outstanding. That was fantastic. Thank you very much, Gordon Lustig. Sure. Thank you very much, Tim Kelly, Lauren Mole. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you. Go out wearing the green, no pension. And this is Lauren Mole saying happy St. Patrick's Day from all of us here at Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gil Lamar production. Judd's Napa Valley Show.